Hey, Seattle hockey fans, happy Friday. It's a Firebirds Friday, and we are going to have some Firebirds news, as well as we're going to take you back to my conversation with Steve, where uh, Steve Mayer, of course, who is the chief content officer at the NHL. If you missed that show on Wednesday, check that out uh, for the first part of my conversation with Steve. He's going to give us a few storylines that if he could mock it up for a behind-the-scenes documentary like we saw in Welcome to the NHL, what would he draft up for us? And then finally, we're going to take you over to Allison Lucan and her conversation with Locked on Flyers about coaching and why I think this might be a storyline to follow. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Happy, happy Friday. Thank you so much, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. And in case you missed it, I did a almost exactly nine-minute special yesterday on Ryan Donato, who we officially re-signed. I did uh, one of our nows. That's over on social media. But here is the skinny we get Ryan Donato back. It's a one-year deal, $1.2 million. That's less than what we signed Morgan Geeky for, but he is back. I shared on the bonus episode some of the quotes uh, that he had over in um, – the Seattle Times in particular saying essentially that, you know, he he did inquire with other teams for a little bit. He did um, kind of, you know, raise an eyebrow or so when I heard that Ron Francis didn't want to go into arbitration with him. But here's what Ron Francis said in the official release up on the Seattle Kraken website. Ryan elevated his game last season and we're happy to have him return to the Kraken. He completed a career year and will hopefully eclipse that in 2022-23. So we here at Locked on Kraken are definitely excited to have Donnie Boy back. So what else? What else is Kraken, if you will, in Seattle hockey news? Well, I want to talk a, a little bit. I know it's Firebirds Friday, but let's also talk about the ECHL. And it was announced that the Seattle Kraken have partnered with the Mavericks of Kansas City and have a new ECHL affiliate. This is going to be a multi-year uh, deal. I had mentioned, if you recall, um, that the Calgary Flames, they have a new AHL affiliate now. Um, the Kansas City Mavericks, who had been the ECHL affiliate with Calgary, now they are our affiliate. So um, this is a multi-year agreement. So we don't have too many um, updates just yet here. But what I love is that this ECHL means that when I'm in 
in Tulsa and when the Kansas City Mavericks are in Tulsa, we can maybe get you some um, some updates there. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. But as I mentioned, today's Firebirds Friday. We don't have a ton of news coming out of Coachella Valley. Of course, we are very excited. I took you through the entire schedule as we know it. Uh, Calgary is one of the first teams that we're going to play, and it's going to be in the Pacific Northwest. But do you follow the Coachella Valley Firebirds on social media? I think you should because they've been giving us a little bit of a tease here. Look at these. And, you know, all I see is Phoenix, as in the mythical creature, the mythical bird of Phoenix. But we have uh, the Coachella Valley, Valley Firebird, perhaps, mascot. And these little snippets, uh, Coachella Valley Firebird mascot, just kind of taking in the sights of the valley. We never get a full picture, as you can see. And um, blessed to the people or person who is in this costume as most of us in the United States have been experiencing a heat wave. Um, but I think that's really cool. So we're getting, you know, look at this, uh, we're getting little snippets and little teases. Look at, look at this, uh, photography. Amazing. So we don't know, look, framing up the shot. We don't know exactly what the, um, mascot is fully going to look like colors are on point. Uh, it's going to be a Phoenix or a firebird of some sort. But uh, so stay on the lookout for that. Again, a little bit milder on the Firebird Fridays as opposed to when we had Jessica Campbell on, as opposed to when we went through the full schedule. But don't worry, it's still a jam-packed Friday episode. I can't wait to get into all of it um, as my schedule is coming together. You know, I do, I do read the YouTube comments for those who are watching on YouTube. As a channel, we actually are getting more views on YouTube than we are in traditional audio. Speaking of traditional audio, apologies to our audio listeners. I realized that I guess it was Wednesday's show. It never posted. There's a weird thing sometimes when you, when you upload... Anyway, I don't need to get into all the technicalities. My apologies, but that's now available as well as the Donato bonus episode is available on audio. But while we're talking about it, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Kraken. That way you'll never miss any of our uploads. Um, and of course, make sure you subscribe on YouTube where you can find we have a special playlist dedicated to our Firebirds Friday Firebirds Friday, Firebirds Fridays, Firebirds. Anyway, I keep playing around with it. We're going to go with Firebirds Friday because it's Friday. So we're talking about the Firebirds. Anyway, um, check out our curated lists, including, of course, one dedicated to Ryan Donato, as I've mentioned before, and other players as well. But uh, the Donato now has a special bonus episode that I posted yesterday. Um, okay, so we're going to get back to some um, welcome to the NHL talk. I hope by now you've seen the documentary. Um, we're going to bring back Steve Mayer again for those who maybe didn't hear the first part of this. That's on Wednesday show, the last part of Wednesday show. But go take a listen. Um, and this is about the documentary, the behind the scenes documentary, learning a little bit more about Steve and his upbringing. And we're going to come into it as he's talking about what does it take 
to get permission and how long does it take to get access to they they followed multiple players including players that went in the second and third round of the 2022 NHL draft so how do you coordinate that what does it look like what is the were there any access problems so we're going to pick up from there um so that's what's coming up next on locked on kraken before we head over to Steve, though, I want to tell you about Built Bar and the new cookie dough chunk puff. Now, this is a chewy texture, real cookie dough, ooh, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, just like every other Built Bar, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. The cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Like all Built Bars, the cookie dough chunk puff, uh, as I mentioned, is 100% covered in chocolate. And it is um, just a really amazing way to stay on track to make sure you're not hangry. And if you're like me, also make sure that you have a snack that you're getting your protein um, without all of that sugar, but still with a great taste. So you're going to love the new cookie dough, cookie dough chocolate chunk puffs but don't miss out i've missed out on a few uh pretty boss flavors because i did not head over to built bar and then use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off my order don't make that mistake i love having built bars especially for someone that travels as much as i do and yes for those asking in the comments yes i do travel to the pacific northwest of course i travel to seattle uh, you know can we Anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit more probably next week uh, regarding when I'm coming back to Seattle. Anyway, uh, for now, <laughs> use built.com promo code LOCKS15. That will get you 15% off your next order. Happy snacking. All right, we are back, Seattle hockey fans. We are back, NHL fans. And we are back with the chief content officer of the National Hockey League, Steve Mayer, our continued conversation where he is talking about the latest documentary, a behind-the-scenes look at the 2022 draft. Uh, that's called Welcome to the NHL. Let's kick it over to my conversation with Steve. What was the most difficult part of kind of coordinating, as you mentioned, those top prospects that you wanted to feature in something like this? So, you know, this is one of those shows where it's not that difficult because, uh, you know, you have these young players, you know, and their families are very open to sort of you coming into their world and documenting that that big moment. And, you know, we find that these new players, these young players, they're all very, like, accepting of the fact that, hey, you know, we're going to have cameras around, we're going to come to your hotel, we're going to watch you on the bus, we're going to walk into the arena with you we're going to go up on stage with you they, they don't they don't mind it and you know for us it's really just figuring out who are we going to cover what are the players we're going to watch and then where are the other cameras going to be what you know what tables what teams what you know other other areas are we going to focus on a show like this and, and then it plays out like the drama of a draft is just you just don't know who teams are going to pick and you try to get insight, you try to find out, you try to talk to them beforehand. But, you know, when they walk up to that microphone, you know, you're really hearing their pick like everybody else for the first time. And that's where the drama is. And that's what makes these shows and the draft interesting. You know, I must admit, you know, it's a little different, our draft, 
as opposed to say football and and basketball where you know after the draft you're guaranteed to see almost you know all the first rounders at yeah. least go to training camp and compete for jobs you know in the NHL maybe two to five players will play the next season in the NHL so it's a little different um in terms of you know what the result means um I think in your case, in Seattle's case, you're going to have a guy who's going to play next season. But other teams made picks that, you know, they're going to wait around for that player to, to whether he finishes college, junior hockey or whatever, they'll eventually join the league, but, you know, might not be there immediately. Yeah. I mean, again, so much drama in this draft alone. But as you mentioned, just drafts are prime for, for drama and being able to, again, highlight that, drama and the excitement and maybe even sometimes the disappointment and shock and all of that stuff. But uh, we're glad that you captured this one in Welcome to the NHL. I mean, there's been so many things in your tenure with the National Hockey League that you've brought in where you can definitely see that entertainment background, um, which has been a lot of fun as someone who, as we talked about offline, is is new to the NHL in particular. So I've certainly enjoyed it. But um, we'll leave you with this, Steve, because you've been very gracious with your time. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it uh, we're gonna keep it as a Homer question. So we are gonna ask about Shane Wright and the Seattle Kraken. Uh, if you could draw up some storylines for us that you'd like to capture in something similar to Welcome to the NHL, what would you follow and and who would you mic up? Well, listen, I just think that your your team and you know we have the experience of. Uh, working on with your team, the expansion draft, you know, and it goes through the first year and, you know, now like some of the players coming back and establishing themselves at the first year, you've got some new players coming in next year that seem really exciting. I, I just think, you know, right now, you know, the fans in Seattle should be psyched that things are heading in a really cool direction and, you know, when you look at adding a Shane Wright, who, again, many people thought was going to be the number one pick, and he, he goes to number four, and, you know, look at who was picked before him, and look at the teams that were before him. You know, now, in my opinion, like storyline, and you see it a little in the show, when Montreal and New Jersey <laughs> and Arizona come to town, Shane Wright is going to be ready to play. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, those are, those are kind of things. Listen, you hear that throughout all athletes careers, you know, they, they, they need a little something to get them motivated. And I think, you know, being passed by those three teams will be motivation and will create quite a storyline coming into the season. But, you know, listen, you've got a lot of great young players and, you got an amazing front office, and I, I have you know, the utmost respect for Ron Francis. Um, I, listen, I, I think people should be really excited about the prospects of all that could be happening in Seattle in the next few years. I love it. So, Steve, what you're telling us is we're not done with revenge games after an entire season <laughs> of revenge games. We've got more. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, listen, it's, it's fun, and a rivalry is, is is awesome in sports and. Yeah, you've got a couple of built-in ones now based on what just happened. 
I love it. I mean, I think we already had uh, a budding rivalry with the Devils after Hughes went down in one of our early games. So I think they'll they'll be up for the task. But Steve, Mayor, thank you so much for your time and joining us on Locked on Kraken. Uh, Erica, thank you so much. And it was a real pleasure. Indeed, indeed. All right, that's that's all she wrote. Thanks again. I'm sorry we had some technical issues, but uh, I enjoyed talking. And uh, I don't know, I might need to get you back on for that full story of, of how you yeah. got into entertainment, sports and entertainment. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, as always, Seattle hockey fans, for uh listening in to Locked on Kraken. Uh, we're going to close out the show actually taking you over to Locked on um, Locked on Flyers. That's because our very own Allison Lucan uh, joined Locked on Flyers to talk about their new coaching situation. And the rumor mill has been really buzzing around about Dave Haxtell. And I think John Tortorella is like the anti-Dave Haxtell. And you'll hear uh, that towards... He sometimes even likes being a little controversial. He'll say things and he'll take the heat off of his players. Whereas Dave Haxtell, I think, is very much, and I've talked about this a lot, he's a lot more traditional. Um, if he doesn't want to talk about something, he's going to tell you, absolutely, that stays between me and the players. I think he has found in his own way how to defend his players and stand up for his guys while also challenging them. But you're not going to hear him throw anyone under the bus. You're not going to hear him name names. I was using air quotes for those listening on audio. And that seems to be the oppo of torts. Is one better than the other? Honestly, I think it depends on the situation. And I am not gung-ho about getting rid of Dave Haxtell, at least not yet. That being said, I think there are it's free uh, game to ask a lot of questions of Dave Haxtell coming into this next season in particular. And I don't know that... Um, I've seen enough for him to be able to answer some of the glaring questions that I have about uh, the Seattle Kraken coaching. Anyway, so that's why I wanted to take you over to this. And next week, I want to talk about there was this list that went around about coaches uh, that are most likely to get fired. And yeah, Dave Haxel, top two. Uh top two on that list. So let's talk about it. Anyway, let me take you over to the amazing Allison Lucan. And of course, Russ and Rachel, good friends of the pod. Rachel in particular has been on the show before, but that's how we're going to close out this Friday. Before we close out though, my wellness tip for you is be kind. Be kind to one another. There's another piece of this ECHL news that I want to get into. Uh, it's not very pleasant and kind of falls into the category of what we're seeing with Hockey Canada. So I'm going to hold on to that. I'm not ignoring it. But again, it's just let's be kind. That being said, you can be kind and still hold people to account. Um, and so let's make sure we're finding that balance. Yeah. All right, let's head over to this clip from Locked on Flyers, Allison Lucan talking about coaching in the NHL through the eyes of John Tortorella. Hold fast, stay true, have a great weekend, and I'll see you next week. All right, we are absolutely thrilled to welcome back to the show Allison Lucan, who is now an on-air analyst for the Seattle Kraken. Of course, she used to cover the Columbus Blue Jackets. And so that was one of the reasons why we wanted to bring on the show to talk all things John Tortorella. So I think like the 
big picture question about him is how does he make teams more than the sum of their parts? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think, you know, listen, I, I think Torts does get a bad rap on the big broad brushstroke scale. I'm not going to say he's the best coach ever. I'm not going to say he's perfect. Um, but one of the things to understand about John Tortorella is he is most fascinated in terms of he, in his words, he calls it coaching the mind. So a lot of what he had to do with Columbus, which is obviously a little bit of a different state than Philly is right now, was building a winning culture. And that specifically meant making people who were supposed to be leaders on his team leaders, and then also making them believe that they could win. Um, Columbus at the time was a very tepid team. They would kind of ease into things and they didn't have that confidence. So it's a lot of that building a team mentality. We're all in this together, boys. We're in this against all these obstacles. Do you, you know, that's the infamous speech in Tampa Bay, right? Do you know, no one's even talking about you. That's how much no one thinks you can do anything. That's why we're going to go out and do this. Um, so it's a lot of mental coaching. Um, and, you know, the other thing I think he does, um, and I am fascinated, I have to say, to watch Scott Hartnell cover John Tortorella now after <laughs> playing for him. Um, but, you know, one of the things, and, and Scott Hartnell has talked about this and other players have too who've played for him, I think the other reason Tortorella gets results is that players have varying degrees of satisfaction with this in the moment. But anything John Tortorella says about a player publicly, he's already said to the player. And that doesn't happen in every organization in any league of hockey. And so I think that that gains him some credibility. And he also, I will say, you know, one of the keys to him is when he goes on his rants, did something bad happen for the team? Because now we're all focused on his rant and not what his team did wrong. And there's right. a layer of protectiveness in his theatrics um, that I consider to be actually quite intentional. So I think those are some of the keys to how he gets guys to buy in and why they end up starting to really be able to be free to be more of what maybe people thought they could be.